Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody, alongside the beautiful and bearded co-host, The Juice. I'm the big man, and this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What's up, my man? Well, I mean, you got a bearded, you definitely got beautiful, right? So I'm glad somebody's taking some recognition around here. Yeah, I know after a shitty week you had with the team stuff, I was like, yeah. I'm just trying to give you a little Yeah, you need, need, need to fill me up with good thoughts. Cause, let's yeah. see, I'm in I'm in four fantasy leagues, lost three of them. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys got blowed out and embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, oh, but I got engaged, so hey. like, Hey, congratulations, that worked. man. That's totally awesome. Yeah, Love you know, we was, was going to wait till the end of the show yeah. on this, but. Well, well, no, we're going into shout-outs. I got you. Well I, well, I guess I'll shout you out, I guess. I want to say congratulations. Welcome to the club. Uh, I got you a nice little shot of uh, yeah. four roses over I'll, there. I'm going to take it right here in a second. Show. Oh, oh, no, I'm going to take it right here in a second. All right. I'm yeah, just going down the beer at the toast. Uh, but another shout-out I want to talk about, uh, a sister-in-law, B. Uh, B, we love you. She shares our show. She's such a big supporter of the show. Um, she's all the time shouting us out, uh, sharing our content. So thank you so much. We love what you're doing. Thank you. Hey, I say it at the end of every show, be a pal, tell a pal. So anybody that's doing that, like I'm more about it than whatever. But what I wanted to do is, yeah, shout out my new fiance. She'll never hear it. It don't matter. But um, I'd also like to shout out the bride of this wedding because – I, for anybody that doesn't know, I did it at a wedding, and uh, <laughs> oh man, the uh, the bride actually kind of put me in my place. Yeah, on what we were gonna do because I wanted to do it at the rehearsal, you know, trying to play like right because you didn't want to steal their thunder. No, no, and I and I I'm one of those people that believe that the wedding and the reception and that whole day should be all about that couple. So right. I didn't I didn't want to steal that thunder. So I said, you know, like let's fake something at the rehearsal and. And then I'll do it there. And the bride, literally, who has known my old lady her life. Like, okay. they, they're cousins. They grew up together. Their dads are extremely close. They used to two-step and dance together. Like, it's, they're extremely close. Now, me and the groom have known each other since the seventh grade. Okay. And we are very close. Right. And we're kind of, that's like our couple friend that we go and do the, all of our couple things together. Right. That's the couple that we go to. Right. Um but I still, I didn't want to steal her thunder. And literally the bride looks at me and says, no, nope, we ain't doing that shit. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. And she said, we're going to do it at the rehearsal or we're going to do it at the reception. We're going to do it this way and whatnot. So I kind of got put in my place about my own engagement, which I don't really know how that happened. Well, but, uh, all I can say, buddy, is you're, you're getting ready. You're going to be getting married here soon now. Uh, get used to listening to the woman. <laughs> yeah. I you don't always that. have to do what they say. Right. You at least got to listen. But, but yeah, my shout out would be uh, to that couple for allowing me to kind of have a little spot in their day. That's and awesome. So, yeah, That's Kyle awesome. and the new Jameson Boswell. Thank uh, you so much. Y'all are awesome. All right. Uh, we say we get on the news time. News time. All right, uh, you got anything? I'll let you start it out, buddy. 
All right, well, uh, yeah, you kind of didn't want to start it out with this since you own him in most of your leagues. Uh, Eagles running back Miles Sanders. Oh, yeah. Expected to be out one to two weeks with a knee injury and on the same team. Tight end Zach Ertz expected out three to four weeks on an ankle. It's the Eagles. More power to them. Good. I mean, I, this division is horrible. Obviously, I'm the resident Cowboys fan, so I'm always cheering against the Eagles. But Yeah, uh I think I'm turning into a, a bit more of a drinker <laughs> after the bad week. I think it's going to take a lot of uh, charity all the shit. Yeah. And have ass. Welcome we'll to the talk club, about buddy. that later. You just welcome me to one club. I'm welcome to another. Welcome yeah. to the drinking well, We've been dealing time. with this shit for 20 years now. Since <laughs> uh, Sanders being out, yeah, that that just screwed me. Well, like I said, we just right before we started recording. You know, I said we had to uh, go into my team and do a little rearrange, and I had to do a lot of picking up and dropping just to get me a couple of running backs to start it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not looking good for me. This hurts a lot of fantasy owners, too. Zach Ertz and Miles Sanders both kind of set it and forget it kind of guys. Yeah, and where we got these buys and odd weeks now with the pandemic. Yeah, and you don't ever know when one's going to get changed. You don't realize how you have to have that. Oh, and it is stressful. Like, and I, I literally, I said, like, uh, this weekend when I was doing all this stuff with this wedding and planning this engagement, and all this stuff. Right. I set my lineup at Sunday at eleven a.m. and I was like, I've never done this, and I, and I was like, I don't see how people do this. Right. Like, uh, I don't see how fantasy owners wait till Sunday to set lineups. I, I'll I was stressing I out. Like, if I wasn't already bald. Right. Like, I'd definitely be bold. Like, I, I don't know how they do this stuff. It, it blew my mind. Yeah. Like I said, I was tweaking, but I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of wait till the last minute. Oh, I get on there every morning at Sunday morning. And right. make sure, like, there's no too. changes, like, I whatnot. That. But I never set my lineup right. that late. And I just doing that, I was like, oh, my Lord, I don't. No, I usually set my lineup. I tweak it if I need to. If not, and usually I, I got a pretty good idea by like Wednesday night, Thursday morning. I got a pretty good idea what I'm going to do that start. week. Like, yeah, usually I do. I'm watching maybe one or two that are questionable, right. but other than that, I know what I'm doing. Like, um, Moster, Raheem Moster, he's out with a high ankle strain. I'd say he'll probably go on IR. I say he'll be out at least two. But yeah, where they're changing that, you might as well. Be able to add another running back for depth and whatnot. You might as well do that. Yeah. Uh, Jarek McCannon ought to look. He, he ought to see a little uptick. In, uh, yeah, don't be giving away spoilers here. You got him. In the <laughs> league, I do. I do. Uh, I don't have him. Uh, Devin Bush is out for the season. Yeah, I mean, I know you're a Browns fan. Uh, I don't want to see that happen to anybody. Yeah. The illegal ham to the face guys, they're Browns fans, and they absolutely hate Pittsburgh. Uh, but, yeah, I, not having a dog in that race, like, I like watching Devin Bush play. Yeah, so. De- Devin Bush is a good player. I mean, that's it's probably a good thing for the Browns that he's not going to be in. But I don't want to see anybody get injured. No, you don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't want to see anybody. Right. Uh you got anything? Uh, Lev signs one-year contract with the Chiefs. Uh, it didn't hurt 
CEH last week, but he just signed he, the deal. Yeah, like, we'll see this week. He'll get some touches. Yeah, I'm, say, I'm interested in monitoring that. I would just, I'd say it had to be a week to week basis. I think they'll utilize Bell, but I think it, it's going to be more matchup. I think you'll see him out. Well, I think it'll be a, uh, uh, and Andy Reid is going to be very creative, so you probably will see him in the slot and on the field at the same time. But I think you really need to watch kind of the Devontae Freeman development, like where it took three, maybe four weeks to kind of get right, the carries right, up and, right. and whatnot. And this is going to help CEH in the long term. Like this is not just a fantasy show. So uh, having somebody like Lev Bell in that same running back room as you and and somebody that's kind of seen it and done it all, I think it's going to help CEH in the long run. Because right. for as, as disappointment as he was with the Jets, I think that was more situation than player. Like, Lev Bell's still a good runner. Back yeah, I'd like to see. Do you think he was putting on a lot? I, I think he wasn't putting on shit in the Jets. I think a lot of it, Jets just up that fast. I think and the organization is that bad. Like, I don't think we're going to see Bell in his hate, like his heyday with the Steelers. No, but, but I think he's going to be. But Bell was coming top from top fifteen, top twenty back. Bell was coming from, you know, say what you want about Pittsburgh, they're still a top five high class organization. Right. Like they know what the hell's going on over there. They're very organized. Right. They're uh, they're a top professional organization. And then he went to the Jets, which is a, basically the polar opposite. Yeah. And now he's back with Andy Reid. He's back with a strong front office. Like, I think this is going to be good for Kansas City. I mean, the rich oh, just yeah. keep getting richer. But... The rich getting richer. Right. Uh, and then I also got Bengals wide receiver John Ross asked for a trade. trade. Yep. Uh, I just read that today. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I don't know if there's a suitor, but he kind of reminds me of John Brown a little bit. Like, remember John Brown when he was yeah, in Arizona? He, He's speedier, though. Um, yeah, but you've seen those flashes with Brown, like, in Arizona, right. and then he kind of bounced around a little bit, and now he's in Buffalo, and he's kind of yeah, found yeah. that little spot where he needs to be. Yeah. I, I, I can see Ross doing this, so I can see a team taking a flyer on him, but they, I mean, I don't think Cincinnati's going to get much back in return oh, for no, this. But no. he'd, he'd be lucky to get a fit. But if you're Cincinnati, why would Brown. you not? Yeah. You're not, not playing him, so you're not, playing, you're not using him as a return guy. You, like you might as well go ahead and get something out of him because he's gonna hit. The, I mean, he'll hit the open market right, eventually. Right. So, all right, buddy. I I hate to bring this up to oh, you, God. but uh, I wanted to get you for a talk on Cowboys players discontent coach that Dallas is two and four right now. But be honest with you, they should be on a five. Oh, yeah, they definitely should be. They should have never won that Atlanta game. And, and they took a game-winning field goal. They're lucky not to be 0-6 right now. It was a game-winning field goal uh, to beat the Giants. Yeah. So this post, I I actually sent this to you. and right. So I can't remember exactly word for word what it was, but it was a lot of discontent that was coming out. Yeah, I read uh, a from players on ESPN. Uh, they said the coaches were unorganized. They weren't organized. They're they terrible at teaching. yeah. They're uh, terrible at in game adjustments. In game on the fly. Yeah, uh, that's one thing you got to be in the NFL is uh, be able to make adjustments on the fly. I mean, 
So this really surprises me, though. You're talking about Super Bowl winning head coach. Yeah, like, I I don't know if it was directly talking about Mike McCarthy or the sporting or staff, the supporting coaches. I'm thinking the way it, the article made it seem, and you know, like I told you in several episodes now, uh, Mike Nolan he needs to go as defensive. Uh, Are you gonna but, get on the fly? Yeah. That's always my big thing is, like, why make a move just to make a move? Like, you need to make a move with a... But he he's a, a big part of the problem. I guarantee you if you had a better defense, a, a, a competent defensive this defense would probably be at least top 25, anyway. Well, I like not the big... I think the biggest problem um, with making a move is basically you've set yourself up with your roster organization as you have to run it. The top defensive guys are three, four. Right. Guys. Right. So, A lot of them are. yeah, I mean, that's what most of these top guys, they're running three, fours. But if you've set up as a three, four, you take Demarcus Lawrence out of the picture because now he's yeah. too small to run with his hand in the dirt in a three, four. But, why not put him at an outside linebacker? He can't play. He can't play coverage. You got to be able to play some kind of coverage. Make him pass rush specialist. Maybe. I mean, I yeah, mean, but then that, but, then you're paying. Limiting, yeah, then you're paying your top dollar guys for a, a nickel defensive end, right? Or a dime defensive but end. But you like, know, you most of the time you're in the nickel anyway. Yeah. At least in the nickel. I mean, because this is a passing league. Yeah, that's true, but. I don't I mean, know. I just couldn't imagine. Whether you're four three, three four, cover two, whatever, multiple D. I mean, really, D. if they could, if they could talk Rex Ryan out of retirement, though. Uh, I, I know I'm kind of dreaming, but I think Jerry needs to bring in a coach and a GM. You know, a GM that ain't never happening. Happen. It ain't happening. But he needs to bring in a coach and let the coach. Well, I don't even know if Jerry's really been the problem here. Like, I think Jerry's the biggest problem. Yeah, but I mean, you think, I mean, we're only six weeks into this. You think he's really in there telling Mike McCarthy what to do? Oh, I think he was doing this to begin the season. This is his team. This you, isn't Mike McCarthy. You don't think you don't think it would have come out with Mike McCarthy though? Mike McCarthy's from Pittsburgh. Like, he's a yinzer. He's yeah. mouthy. Like. Jerry's Jerry, dude. Yeah, he, but you... This is his team. The, the media would have got a hold of it by now if Jerry was telling Mike McCarthy what to do. I'm not necessarily saying that he's telling him what to do, but he's overrolling him when he wants to overroll. I don't even know. I haven't even heard of anything that's come up that he would have to. Well, my like, I mean, is, McCarthy ain't made no calls that no, wasn't already in place. Like, do, do, you, do you think... Uh, McCarthy is the type that would talk back to him. Hell yeah. I don't think he would. I think he is. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. McCarthy's from Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, but I don't He's know. not one that's going to, and he's already got his Super Bowl. He's already made his money. Like, I really think if. if but he's a retread. I, I, don't, I don't think it matters. He's a fired head coach, so his value went down. Yeah, Once but he I, got fired. I, I honestly don't think it really matters because McCarthy's one of those names that he knows. Jobs open up every year, and as long as he's on the market, his name's going to be brought up, and 
he's already won his Super Bowl. Like, it's not a legacy thing for him. He's already made all his money. It's not a money thing for him. So, I understand. I, and him being from Pittsburgh, I've seen him on the side. Like, he kind of looks like a calm guy most of the time. Man, when he gets fired up, like, so what do you do? What do I do? If you're, if you're, my thing with Jerry is Jerry's signed some bad contracts. Jerry's going to be Jerry. Jerry signed some bad contracts. If I was a player, who wouldn't love to play for Jerry? They know they're going to get paid. Jerry's one of the most loyalist owners to the players there is. But he overpays the players. He pays them too much too soon. And he wanted to pay Dak. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You really think Jerry believes Dak's a franchise Look, quarterback? I I love Ezekiel Elliott. You know I love him. Yeah. But is he worth $90 million? I don't think so. Well, when you build your whole team around him. Do you think Jalen Smith is worth what he got? Hell yeah, Jalen's worth every penny of it. I think he got paid early. He might have got paid early, but I think he's worth every bit of it. No, I think they should have paid them all. Like, Dak's the only one I'm still on the fence about. I'm glad with all these contracts. Earned his contract? I'll give you Cooper. Cooper's been playing good. Cooper's played great. Um, Zeke, up until he kind of got fumbleitis here last couple of weeks, like, he's he's been one of the top three running backs in the league. I love Zeke. But I don't think he's worth Cooper's the youngest wide receiver that's at the level that he's at and probably the best route runner in the league uh, yeah, with his footwork. Um, then you've got Demarcus Lawrence, who's a top five pass rusher. You paid him. Um, Jalen Smith is kind of your do-it-all linebacker that has proven what he's worth. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch is kind of a do-it-all guy. Now, Leighton Vander Esch, but, you know, you're not going to have the money to pay all these. No, you're not. That's what not, I'm saying. And not signed that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you've seen Jerry's chosen. All right. That's what I've been saying this whole yeah. time. You've seen all these guys that Jerry's paid, and he's not paid Dak. He's he, Jerry's chose right. who he's going to pay. I I don't think Dak's going to get paid. He might get franchise tagged again next year. I don't think he'll get paid. I think he'll get paid. What he was expecting to pay. I think not, he's. Not I think Dallas after I, this injury. No. No, I think he's going to get the open market. I'm telling you, I think Dallas will franchise him for next year. You have the two years that you and can we'll franchise guy. I think they will do that, and I think he'll hit the open. After that, there's no way Jerry's going to have money left. All right. Let's uh, move on because we're going to talk about this shit all day. Uh, nobody yeah. wants to hear about the fucking cow. All right. Uh, this is a little uh, – this is non-NFL. Uh, Big Ten starts Saturday. So, Buckeyes. Uh <laughs> Is there anybody else in that conference? Tampa Bay and uh, Dodgers started the World Series. Dodgers won uh, last night at the score eight runs. Uh, just two innings, I think. I, I'm not really a baseball fan. Nobody gives a fuck about baseball. Watching after Dodgers came back. Ain't nobody gives a fuck about baseball. Well, we got some West like Cincinnati Reds. This is kind of the odd scene. I mean, the Reds ain't playing. Cleveland's out. Do they care? Cold beer alert. Cold beer. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's the end of the news time. So we're going to do a little something different this week. Uh, 
We got a new segment. <coughs> coming up here. But, but first, we're going to get in. Hold on, but I got confused myself. Woo! Pretty good stuff. <coughs> that shit's stout. Yeah. All right. I had to, oh, I had to put a little lead in your pencil. All right. All right, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Right. What's up? I'm sorry. All right, so anyway, let's get into games of the week first, and then and then we'll talk about our new segment. I, I wanted to get, I got ahead of my there for a minute. Uh, let's get into games. One. First, let's recap. Talk about this for a minute. <sighs> I hate to talk about it, but uh, Browns at the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, 38-7. Y'all been giving me shit all year, and then all I hear about from is they go hand to the face is all about how Cleveland's going to win, and yeah, all I, three of them boys pick Cleveland to win, and yada, 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 and then y'all get I'll tell you, I, uh, I wasn't surprised that we lost the game. I wasn't either. But for us to play like we did, and we'll get into it in, in one of our segments. I'm not going to give it away too much, but we'll just go ahead and say it. That the Browns, uh, they need work. Just say that. What but was it? They're not ready for big time. What was it? I heard it somewhere, and it might have been illegal ham. It's Has Cleveland beat Pittsburgh? Or has Cleveland beaten Big Ben in Pittsburgh? Not at all. I hadn't thought they had. I, but I didn't want to come out and, and be like, they've never done it or whatever, and, and it'd be wrong. But I didn't they've think they had. never beaten Big Ben in, in Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, so the other game. Which I would uh, imagine Big Ben's probably got a pretty good record. Oh, yeah. Like Versus in the, Pittsburgh? Like when he's at home? I'd say his whole career, he's probably got a pretty good but yeah, I'd say he's probably. It sure seems good. like he don't lose at home very often. Like, uh, all right. So, the game uh, you picked for last week, bro, we picked Chiefs at Buffalo, and uh, it was the run game, yeah. not the pass game. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it was raining that game, wasn't it? I kind of had to stay over mm-hmm. work a little bit. I caught like the I think fourth quarter. It was raining. Bad weather game that we had. Yeah. And it was a five o'clock game. So yeah, it was, was really weird. Off. I forgot about it. To be honest with you, it wasn't like halfway to the, through the second quarter. I mean, I don't get I off till like I don't even get off work till like four thirty, and then I have to drive a whole hour home. Right. And, so you weren't and whatnot. So I and then like you said, I got home and I'd kind of forgotten about it, and I go to messing with chickens and feeding them, and then trying to cook supper, and I'm like, holy crap, there's a game going on right, right now, yeah. like. So I didn't even get to catch a whole lot of it, but what I did see, it was rainy, it was bad weather. Uh, but I mean, what was the final score? You got the final score wrote down over? Uh, I forgot the final score. Twenty six to something. But it's I, all right. I mean, but I, anyway, it didn't seem like a terrible game, but it, like I said, and this is what I take away from it. All right, both. Josh Allen and Patrick put their team on their back and won the game. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's no denying both. No. Both of them. No, they're both great quarterbacks. Uh, the difference between teams is Mahomes, they didn't need Mahomes in the game. 
They didn't need Mahomes to be. Now, Mahomes was great. He was like, gosh, 21 of 26, I think. Um, no, it's no different like, than Monday night. Kyler Murray went like 9 for 28. Right, right. I mean, but they beat the hell out of Dallas. Yeah. But anyways. They don't need Mahomes they, to be Superman. They need, but need Mahomes. Mahomes to be Superman every week. And I've noticed with Buffalo, their, their defense is lacking right now. And if Josh Allen has a bad game, Buffalo has a bad game. Right. They kind of go That's as That's the Allen same goes. way with, like, Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, if you watch, if Aaron Rodgers has a shitty game, Green Bay's going to lose. Yeah, they don't have a whole lot to come back from that. And and there, there's not a whole lot of teams that can say that they're uh, like that. All right, so let's uh, get into uh, our our big seven games that we picked. Uh, Steelers at Tennessee, two five and zero teams. I really want to see what happens with Tennessee. I I'll be honest with you. I have a man crush, Mike <laughs> Rabel. He's he's such an excellent coach. Also, former Buckeye, by the way. Uh, He's no nonsense. The shit he pulls off is crazy. Did you see that penalty last week where they had twelve men on the No. Yeah. Tell me he about did it. he did that shit on purpose. Uh and I know last year during the playoffs whenever they did uh uh letting the clock run down twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he's so savvy. He's he's Yeah, on the punt or he's whatever. Beyond his years. Yeah. Yeah, the where they took right. just running the clock out, Bill Belichick right. losing his mind, like Yeah, I loved every bit of that. Like that and, was so and I like Bayerboy and, and the thing with this game that I wanna see is um Pittsburgh's defense is um amazing. Oh yeah. They have played great. But now, but it's Bush like, out. Yeah, well, and it's kind of like um, against the run. If they have a weakness, it's been against the run, right? And somebody like Derrick Henry, like you got a man crush on Brable. I got a man crush on Henry because he's oh, taking yeah. me oh back. Oh my god, like, he is so. Uh, yeah, well, I was, I, I was, a, I was wrong about him. But, I was lower on him. Yeah, he's but he's stuff. he's taking me back to like the old school days with oh, Jerome Bettis and and I mean just that All power that style like he, he takes me back. But my game of the week Seattle at Arizona. Or I don't remember who's yeah, at, what. At, at Arizona. Is it at Arizona? Yeah, at Arizona? Okay, so yeah, Seattle at Arizona. Uh, like I said, I want these shootouts. Like that's the games I want to watch. I want to watch all the offense. I want to. I want to watch Kyler Murray and uh, Russell, Russell Wilson right. go back and forth. Like, I, I'm not really interested in defense, to be honest with you. I'm interested in putting them points up, going down the field, and, I and guess, whatnot. I guess we're the the northern part of me. I'm I'm still. I like a good defensive struggle. Okay. I mean, I come from SEC country, so it's talking like I like defense. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't mind watching those games. Right. But when you're going to give me like the whole slate and tell me which one do you want to watch, I want to watch oh, the points yeah, get that, put the up. Oh, yeah, that's fun, high-powered offense. 
they're fun to watch. Yeah. They score touchdowns. They're exciting. But, I mean, yeah, there's nothing like a good, pretty, like, ground and pound. No, and if I'm going to if, if I'm gonna cheer for a team, I want it to be a strong defensive team. Right. the ball and that team that's built to win the championship. But for game, one game to watch, I want to watch points. So that that's mine, and Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind. Kyler Murray's playing great. Like uh, both those offenses are going up and down the field like they're in a damn track race. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, go into. Uh, we're gonna go right into a new segment, everybody. Uh, called, hold on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Do, okay. do your one per month. That's what it is. Oh. Oh. Okay. I thought you were going with that's the other new is. segment. I'm sorry. All right. All right, after I was so I'm sorry. rudely interrupted. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, one for the money. It's a new segment. We're going to do this every week now uh, during the football season. I think this is uh, a great way to help people who uh, likes to gamble a little bit. I, I know uh, you and I both like to gamble just a little yeah, bit. I like to gamble. I've, I've noticed uh, down here in the South, a lot of people like to gamble down here. Uh, yeah. is, that, is that a southern thing? I don't. What? I don't know if it's particularly a southern thing. Um, I think anybody likes to have something on the line. I mean, um, there's a lot of people down here likes to. But I mean, yeah. I'm competitive and all, and I gamble a little bit. There's a lot of people down here. That yeah, a lot. There, there is, and I like. Like I said, I don't know how much that's popular up north or. Even out west, I'm sure it's popular out west because Vegas is out there. But oh yeah, of course. It. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of gamblers down here, so we kind of want to play into that because I I really like to gamble. Like I'm going to a poker night this weekend, so oh, yeah. I'm I'm all for gambling and and legalizing it. The hell, legalizing nationwide. If people's going to do it, they're going to do it. So right, right, okay. Oh, so anyways, look. Let's get on with uh, one for the money. Uh, we're going to give you guys a, a game each week that we're confident that be a good bet. And we'll tell you how we would bet it. You can take our advice or not. Uh, there's no uh, scientific research done on this. Just no, it's just how we feel. Just uh, stuff that you can find on the internet. Just stuff we feel good about. So if we're wrong, sorry about your luck. Uh, right. Right. Power to you. Like. So let's get on with it anyway. Um, the pick for this week, the one for the money, is Green Bay versus Houston. Uh, Green Bay is a three and a half point favorite. I'm liking their odds. I yeah. think. Uh, I think uh, the betting on that, I would be taking Green Bay uh, minus the points. Yeah, we like Green Bay to cover. Um, I think the over/under on that is fifty-six. Uh, I think that's a little bit inflated, but I would probably go shoot for the under on that. I would, I would shoot under as well. Um, kind of high. I think Green Bay is going to put up some points. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back from last week with a vengeance, kind of ticked off a little bit. Uh, so I think Green Bay is going to put up some points, but I'm not confident in Houston putting up points. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to play the under on that. I'm definitely playing Green Bay uh, to cover the spread. Uh, but, like, I mean, well, obviously, like I said, I think Green Bay puts up points, and I think Houston doesn't. So I definitely like them to cover the spread. 
Okay. All right. So uh, let's get on with uh, the show. I got a another new segment that we want to introduce. Um, this is uh, called Sound Off. All right. So what we're gonna do on this one is particularly when we got one of us or both of us that want to kind of irk on something a little bit. That's a little bit of a Southern term. Right. Uh, kind of go off a little bit about one yeah. particular topic. We're going to play sound off. And this basically... Week, weekly thing. It just depends on how bad people piss us off. Yeah, basically... Uh, I'm gonna, be some weeks for sure. Yeah, basically I'm going to take my headphones off here and I'm going to give the big man the floor or... He's going to give me the floor, and we're going to take off with it. And then when we're done taking off, the other will get their opportunity to kind of sound on it a little bit and give their opinion. But this is basically going to be, I, first, I'm going to give big man the floor, and you take off with it. What do you got? All right. Uh, are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm sounding off on Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Look, guys, I think it's time to move on from Baker. Don't get me wrong. I love Baker coming in whenever he was drafted. I was, I didn't think he was going to be drafted by the Browns initially. Once he was drafted, I was happy with the pick. Uh, Baker is an accurate passer. Um, that's why I don't understand what's went wrong. Uh but I've, I've noticed uh, Baker is still making same mistakes that he's been making as a rookie. Walking onto his receiver, he's holding on too long to ball. Uh, taking sacks when he when he should be getting rid of the ball. He's got to get out of that gunslinger mentality to an extent. I'm not saying to get totally out of it because. That's what makes him who he is, but he has to get out of it. Turn the ball over too much. He's right now. He's uh, the game against the Steelers. When he has to pass the ball more than twenty-six times, more often than not, the Browns lose. But he didn't even pass the ball more than twenty times this time. He had one hundred nineteen yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. The QBR of 5.5, lowest in the NFL last week. Uh, it kills me because, he, like I said, he's holding on to the ball. He's the number one pick for crying out loud. He needs to do better. In Cleveland, if he's not the guy, it's time to hedge your losses. Set him on the bench. Let Keenum come in. Let's see what we can do. This team is way too talented to waste away and let Baker lose our season. This is a legitimate playoff team. And even with Baker, I still think we can make the playoff because we got such a weak-ass schedule that we should be able to make the playoff. But for us to be, to have any contention of making noise in the playoffs, I want Keenum in. I, I'm done with Baker. I was a I was a big fan of him coming in. I love his moxie, 
But I'm done with Baker. Get him out of there. Get somebody else in. All right, you done? Yeah, I'm, I'm done. All Would right. you like to chime in? Well, the only thing I have on Baker is basically the fact that I've played quarterback my whole life. And like I told you, um, when he's moving, he's on the rollout, when he's kind of being bounced around. When he's around, outside the pocket, he does well. Yes. I agree. And Illegal Ham to the Face kind of talked about it a little bit. I'm kind of stealing some of their stuff. Um, he was coming in, he was like the most accurate passer in college football. Like, And right. he's not really super accurate right now. So is it the system? Is it no, I Oklahoma don't. I think system? system like, no, I think the system, he was in college. He's playing in the Big 12. There's right, there's be, not a whole lot of defense gonna, being played. His numbers are going to be in play, but still, he was an accurate passer. My thing is, he, I think he thinks that he's more athletic than what he actually is. I think, I really do think that his size is a problem, his uh, height. I know Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray are um, a bit different, but you got to also think they are very well, athletic. You have exceptions to the rules no matter what you're looking at. Right, you know, right. I can sit here and say, well, what about, you know, Drew Brees, he's not that athletic, but he was. And he's a veteran now. Right, but, I mean, yeah, Drew Brees has figured out how to kind of stand on his toes a little bit and see over right. the line that way and and whatnot. But, like I said, you can you can call exceptions to the rules no matter where you look. You know, there's always going to be an exception to the But I, I don't know if it's his height, but when you get him out of the pocket, he does great. Um but playing quarterback my whole life, like even I know how to, and I didn't play it at nowhere near the level that these guys play. Right. But even I know how to look off defenses. Even I know how to kind of not get happy feet and slide yeah, a little bit more. He's, he's still making the same mistakes that he made as a rookie. And I'm just, I'm over it. Um, I mean, I'm kind of at the point where, you know, like you said, uh, a few episodes back. Why not just draft a quarterback every three to five years yeah. in in the first round and see what you get out of it. Yeah. If if, it, if you don't get that franchise quarterback that you're looking for, then move on from it. Yeah. I think it's time to move on. The, yeah. This this regime has no ties to Baker. Move on. But my big thing has always been don't just make a move to make a move. Make a move with a plan. This and team's you, too good not to. It is. It, it's absolutely. This team is a legitimate team. So, I like seeing. I like seeing the Browns be, be competitive. Right. I like seeing them be good. It's something that I haven't seen in my life almost. Right. Like. Yeah. So I like you seeing. Have. I like seeing them have talent, and and they have talent. But I don't want to see them drop Baker. For the same results. Right. Oh, you know well, yeah, I mean? definitely not. Uh, like, totally. so I don't want you to make a move just to be making a move. I mean, we're not in, we're not in, you know, QB purgatory right now. No, I mean, like, you have a comparable backup. We do have a comparable backup, and he, he's, he, he's been in this system, so he knows, you know, he, he's a veteran, so right. he, he knows what to do with the ball. He didn't look too shabby. Right. 
So I, I, I don't hate Keenum, but I don't want to see you make a move just to make a move. I don't, right. I, I want Keenum to be better than what Baker is. So if you feel that that's the case, then make the move. I would give Baker to the bye week, and if he's not shown you any more, I, I think it's time to move on because, like I said, we got a pretty weak schedule coming up. We play the NFC East, at least, I mean, uh, and play – I know we play the Jets in one game. We play Jacksonville. So yeah, you can win games. We could win nine or ten games this year easily. But you don't want to wait too long either because right. you don't want to be sitting there on the cusp of the playoffs and then make the move. I'd say if you know if we go on and we win, we lose the next one, and it's solely on Baker. I say it's fine after this game, but I would be willing to give him to the bye week as long as. He's not just imploding every game that right. started out there. All right, man. I'm I'm done with my sound off. I'm done ranting. Uh, you got anything? All right, I get the floor now. Right. All right. So my thing is Tua Tungvaloa has been named the starter in Miami. Okay. So why that this is this is kind of what I'm saying. Why make a move just to be making a move? Ryan Fitzpatrick has played. Absolutely fine. There's nothing been wrong with the way Ryan Fitzpatrick has played. He has led this team to 3-3, three and three, and I don't care. You can come at me with whatever you want to come at me. Ain't nobody expected Miami to be 3-3 three and three six weeks into the season. Um, they have no talent on that team. They have no offensive line. Weapons they have, so we can say Mike Gusecki and Parker are the two weapons that they have. Um, I almost believe that they look better than what they are just because of the talent around them. I don't even know if you put them on any other team that they look as good as they look right now. And Fitzpatrick has taken you to 3-3 three and three with those guys. So you're going to bring Tua Tungvaloa into this team with no offensive line, really no big-time weapons, and no defense to kind of cover his back. And you're going to say, hey, go out there and do it. When you have Justin Herbert, who you passed on, who looks great. But Justin Herbert's got way more weapons than what Tua's going to have. So you're kind of giving into the pressure a little bit from the fans to see Tua. And then now you're going to have to hear about how you picked the wrong guy with Herbert because Tua's not going to look good with these weapons around him. And there's no way he might be winning the battle as far as arm talent. Because I think Tua is very talented. But he's also got a super big injury history. So you're probably going to get him hurt because you're just too dumb to leave him on the sideline. And then you're going to bring him in to not have any talent around him, get possibly get him hurt, and open up the comparisons to Herbert before they need to be opened up to. Why would you not just let him sit all season, try to get some more talent in the offseason, see what you get in the draft, yada, 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 when you're playing fine. You're playing above expectation. Why make this move? This move makes zero sense. I'm good. I'm all right, good. yeah. Um, I really don't have no rebuttal. Uh, only thing I would say is now is not the time. I would, you go in halfway through the season, let's say 
we get to week 10, and by then they'll have nine games in the book. They're at three and three now. So if they lose their next two out of three games, that'll put them at three and five. I think I'd be a little more comfortable then, especially if you didn't see that if your schedule was going to get a little tougher. But uh, big with me, I'd be waiting until I knew I was out of contention. Yeah, even then, I don't even think I'd bring him in then. Because like I said, there's no talent. There's no offensive line. Like you're gonna get this, you're gonna get this guy hurt. Yeah, but you might want to get his feet wet a little bit, you know, for a few games. I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer in throwing them into the fire, but I, but I also feel like you got to support them. Um, he don't have a lot of support, but he does have a little bit. They got a decent run game. Um, no, their weapons aren't what they could. Have. Be, but he does have a, de- a decent run game. So, I think the only situation I, think I would be okay later in the season putting him. I think right the, only, the only situation worse for a quarterback is Sam Darnold sitting at the Jets. You know, I would be happy to bring Sam Darnold into Cleveland. Oh, I could imagine. I mean, uh, I mean, we thought I in that same charge. draft. We well, thought that that was the best guy. I thought draft. he was the best guy coming in. Uh, so I really, but I I also seen these USC guys come in, the exception of Carson Palmer, haven't done shit. Look at Sanchez. Oh, look that's at, true. You know, look at. I mean, Sanchez guys. went to two straight AFC championship games, but you were kind of riding defense that defense a little bit. Game they had. Uh, yeah, so. Are you good? Are you yeah. good on? Uh, yeah, I'm good. We can move on. Okay, let's um, move on into uh, our uh, our fantasy pick. All right, you want to do last week's? Let's re- yeah, let's recap last week. I forgot to write the points down because oh, great! I got them. Great! I got this week's to write down. Uh, Gardner Minshew versus Detroit. J.D. McKissick at New York. Jamison Crowder at Miami and Mike Gusecki versus uh, the Jets. Oh, so out of all of them, you and I kind of hit on Gardner and McKissick. McKissick had 14. Right. Gardner uh, had 18. I'd like to see my quarterback get in the 20s, but 18 is not horrible. He got a projected number. Well, and especially at his price point that he was at in daily, which is kind of what we're playing off of with this. Like, right. It wasn't a terrible pickup. It's not one of them that's going to win you a bunch of money, but it now, wasn't McKissick, terrible. Now, I think he was a pretty good pickup. Yeah. If you played him, you were super satisfied with that. Uh, Jameson Crowder sitting at 11.8. Like, yeah, eh. he could have done better, but, yeah. Uh, then Mike Gusecki, he just <laughs> – I think he had two targets the whole game. He, did, he had zero points, zero reception. Uh, he was just irrelevant. In, in that game, so uh, my bad guys. If you if you did start him, uh, can't get him every week. So, uh, but uh, this week, uh, you have quarterback and uh, wide, receiver. wide receiver. So who's yours? You got quarterback. So let's well, start I got, there. Uh, I know we used him here a couple weeks ago, and I I I know we used Kaseki a couple weeks ago too. Uh, 
But I'm going with uh, Justin Herbert versus the Jaguars. Yeah, why not? I just kind of mentioned it in my sound off. Herbert looks amazing. Herbert, I think if, uh, you know, if not just in daily fantasy, but in yearly fantasy, if you're in a league and you need a quarterback, even if you just want to pick him up, just to set him on your bench and see how he does for a little while, and put him in as a spot starter, do it. This guy is in, in on free agency right now on the waiver wire in most leagues that I'm I've seen. Uh, pick him up. He, why? Why not? Yeah, I mean he looks really good, and that's kind of like what I was talking about in the sound off there. Herbert's got weapons around him. Herbert's yeah, got Keenan yeah. Allen. Herbert's got Mike Williams. Herbert's got Hunter, Hunter Henry. He's yes, got a he he's got a decent offensive line. Like he is set up for success, and he's proving that he can have success, that he yeah. is talented enough to do it. And I was kind of lower on him coming into the season. When he came in, I was. Hey, so, but, I mean, I knew the arm talent was there, but it was kind of the middle game that I was worried yeah. about. And he's proven that he's capable of doing this. So, but at running back, I have Jarrett McKinnon. Uh, that, that's another uh, uh, guy we've had a few weeks ago. Yeah, well. but you mentioned it. Uh, Mostert was out a few weeks ago, and we played McKinnon. Yeah. That's what we want to do. I mean, he's now taking I the mean, lead yeah. role in San Francisco. He's super talented. That's a pretty good offense. It's, the system is great for running backs. And if he's going to get the carries, I want to play him. And he's cheap. So yeah, I'm, he's cheap on uh, DFS, and he he's actually he he get he got value standalone value as well, you know, by himself. Yeah, I mean, he without, gets he gets ten to twelve. With, like yeah, he gets ten twelve poster. You know, he gets ten twelve points, and he gets about fifteen touches a game. So I'm I'm happy with that. You know, as a flex. Uh, so I'll uh, give you my pick for wide receiver. T. Higgins going against my Browns. Uh, I hate doing that because I hate rooting against kind of, I feel like I'm rooting against my Browns. I want my Browns to win, but I also want T. Higgins to have a good game. Right. Um, and I think he will have a good game. Yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of proven that he's a, he's a pretty good Option there in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow. Big guy, big target. Joe Burrow's playing really well considering the offensive line that he has in front of him. Considering the overall team. I mean, other than Joe Mixon, I mean, Green's past his years. He's a shell of his old self. I mean, Tyler Boyd's a pretty decent option, but Higgins Higgins seems like he's he's coming on. Like, he's scoring very well, and the Browns are giving up a lot of points to receivers, so... All right. I'm all for it. But uh, wild card, I'm going to double dip with your quarterback a little bit. Okay. I'm going to play Mike Williams. Yeah, uh, He's in the 4,000 range. I think he's sitting at 46 or 4,700 on DraftKings. Um, so, with obviously, if we like Herbert, I'm going to like Mike Williams too. Like I love Mike Williams' talent. He's just never been that consistent receiver week to week. Uh, he's a big red zone guy. He's a big target as well, like we talked about P. Higgins. Yeah, he's kind of one of those guys that you can throw it up to him and let him go get it. He's right. big, he's fast, yeah. he's strong. He's just not like, been consistent. No, he's not. And he, he also hasn't been helping. No, but I, listen, if he ever puts it all together, him and Kenny Allen together. Oh, my God. Especially if Herbert's throwing the ball the way he's throwing the ball. Like, it, it's a dangerous His team. Right? for the roof. All right, guys, uh, 
that's the end of the show. It's that time to uh, start raising our glasses up and uh, giving a toast, cheers, and get the cheers. So uh, right now, really at the end of the show, I don't have a whole lot of people to cheer. I, I, I do want to cheer you, Juice. Uh, again, uh, welcome to the club. Uh, and I hope you're able to tell me one day that what you say goes right, <laughs> right out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that'd be more like it. Um, and and I I've got to give her a lot of credit. She puts up with a lot of crap with me. Like I, I'm not an easy person to deal with, and I know that. I oh, mean, she lets you hang out with me and right. talk bullshit on the radio. Yeah, I mean. she lets us do this, and and I don't really hear any flack from it, and um. She wants to see you happy, and yeah. this makes you happy. My wife included. This makes me happy doing this. Yeah, I always said my whole life the only two things that scared me was fat chicks and wedding bands. But uh, <laughs> I guess the wedding bands don't really scare me as much anymore since I've been with her. Um, so I think that was kind of my dead giveaway on it was time to go ahead and pop the question. Oh, yeah. and I'm glad she said yes. And like I said, I'm super glad that uh, those two friends of ours let me share their day a little bit and kind of have a moment there. That's um, awesome, man. That's but, awesome. Yeah, we definitely want to thank the listeners, anybody that's sharing our stuff. Um, follow us at Twitter, at the Cheap Seats Pod 1. Uh, we got the Facebook page. The Cheap Seats Podcast. Yeah, so. The Cheap Seats Podcast. But definitely watch for any of those if you want to support. We greatly appreciate it and or the merrier, so. But, uh, and we kind of want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Illegal Ham to the Face. Yeah. Uh, they did great. I had a blast doing that show with them. And I was like over at uh, an empty parking lot when I did that show with them yesterday. So, love going on their show. Yeah. Always a blast. I have a blast with all three of those guys. That's my cousin, Benny. Included. Yeah. Uh, one more quick thing before we let you guys out of here. Uh, tune in to us the week of November 3rd is Election Day. <laughs> we will be recording a crossover episode with Illegal Ham to the Face. I don't uh, think we're going to do any politician stuff, so... No. Don't worry about sure that. But, you know, whatever. Go out and vote. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, but, anyways, let's get our glasses up and uh, toast. Yep. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. <sighs> That's it. We're out. Later.